0: Welcome to the $7 Trillion Ideas to Save the World podcast. I'm your host, Nika Moini. I'm a master's in international affairs student in international economic policy with a focus on development financing at Carleton University. I'm also a community leader, advocate of youth entrepreneurship, and author of Careers in International Relations, Generation Z's Guide to Global Citizenship. You may have found this podcast through your interest in development finance, or just ideas to make the world a better place. Either way, there's a lot to learn, so let's get right into it. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the 7 Trillion Podcast. Today we have Colleen Gallagher with us, who is the CEO of Colleen Gallagher International. She's a cancer survivor, businesswoman, coach, speaker, author, world world traveler, millennial, and specialist in evolutionary transformations. Her vision is to transform leaders and shift culture by passionately empowering individuals, companies, and leaders to use their gifts to make a massive impact, all while moving into lifestyle careers. So thank you so much for being here, Colleen.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Nika. It's amazing.
0: Awesome. Well, yeah, why don't you go ahead and tell us a bit about what you're currently working on?
1: So many projects, but it's such an honor to first be here. And thank you so much that you're using your channel of light to let this come through. Um, So currently one of my biggest things that I'm working on is my master's in global technology and development, as well as my online coaching business um, while holding massive transformations. But I'm really looking at how we can transform refugee camps um, into problems from to start being resources. So, you know, looking at how we can leverage social media and technology so these places can start functioning with micro economies and opportunities um, that where they're taking up space in developed nations or land, they could actually start contributing financially.
0: Okay, awesome. And how did you get into all of that?
1: Yeah, so at a young age, um, about 14 years old, I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. And, you know, there's a moment in time what happened is, I was sitting in the hospital and a dad yelled at a mom and he said, the only reason we're in this position to not pay for our daughter's treatment is because you're a stay-at-home mom. And basically what happened to me from a very young age is I thought that you needed money to have love and you needed money to not die. And I went on this really long path. Basically, I went to corporate America and worked for a $23 billion company and I worked for a $400 million company. But I was just chasing money and chasing the next you know, kind of ambitious success, I say, cycle um, to hopefully feel fulfilled one day. And I, I realized that like, all of these things were not bringing me fulfillment. Like, all of these things were just bringing me more money, but I wasn't getting any impact. I wasn't getting any happiness. And I realized from this place that you know, I really wanted to start seeing like, what I could do to help individuals see what they could do to contribute to social injustices. And I left corporate in January of 2018 and it was just been a phenomenal ride since then. Like I've been all over the world. I've, Come out with book, a book, and my next one's coming out soon. And and you know, really, I guess where it comes from is just that I truly believe that every single person is here to be of service to humanity, and I really believe that every single person has a unique gift that they can use to impact the world and lift the vibration of the world. And I really believe that when people start to act in this way and start to come out and and breathe life into how they choose to live their life in this way, they will become more fulfilled, they will become more purposeful, they will have more income flow to them naturally. And that's why I really started this and believe in this and and going forward with it at an even greater rate.
0: Very interesting. And in terms of your degree in um, technology and and international development, how how are you using that right now to um, make a difference?
1: Yeah definitely so I mean with my thesis right now that I'm working on or or getting in the works right now is is like I said it's gonna be looking at refugee camps so actually sustainable ways that we could start connecting some of these places to broadband Um, because a lot of the world doesn't even have access to broadband so a way to even connect to the internet um, even though we have the technology for that so it's really understanding the global laws and and national laws that are maybe hindering that um, and how to get those resources there and and from that place once you do that in refugee camps um, getting that and then starting to get people on the ground that know how to to make up businesses out of social media um, and starting to have these people be distributors or, or, or be outsourced from like that. Um, so, so they can start creating micro economies and actually getting an income for them. So that's a big project that, you know, I'm working on. And then I, I do a lot with my coaching and consulting business of helping other major leaders tie in their businesses to be a for purpose business. So you know, I see a lot of times like nonprofit, which I think is great and, and things like that. But I really think the way the future is, is for purpose businesses. And so it means that you're in profit for business, but you're doing it to make a business. And a great example of this is Tom's. And there's another great example. I'm speaking at um, an event and his thing is from um, orphan to CEO. And every um, event that they have, their digital media or there's um, services that are provided to orphanages to help them learn how to leverage digital um, social media and digital digital products to make an income and I really see that's the future is is tying that into your business and tying that into your branding and and doing what you believe and what you care about in this world to then make a greater impact
0: okay really interesting and um, I see how you're blending like online business and the world of international development so do you think like these two fields can go really well together
1: yeah, so definitely, I, I definitely see global citizenship arising, and I definitely see it from a way that um, transnational corporations and any online corporation who who really doesn't have a space or they're not renting a physical location, there's going to be a global tax that's happened because kind of how history's unhappened or un, unrevealed itself is that. Um, you know, the developed nations set up, so this is centuries back, but I've set it up where the, the raw materials and raw resources are in a lot of the third world developing nations, but they're being exported into developed. And it's created kind of a dependency with the third world developing nations and no real way to get out um, due, to, due to loans and due to investments that were made there for them. So they're kind of stuck in this trap. And I really see social media as a way of, of there would be this global citizenship where there'd be a tax that would go to a lot of these places that could help um, get education and healthcare and opportunities to these third world and developing to get them out of the poverty trap that they're currently existing in.
0: Okay, and and who would be taxed? Are you talking about the businesses and online businesses?
1: Yep, so there would be like a, just how I guess like any business right now, I mean, you have it as a, as a country tax or, or state tax, there would be an additional, um, any transnational corporation or any online business, there would be a, a small tax based on what you made that would go to um universal citizenship, which is to help third world developing and even developed nations really, you know, poverty or things like that get um healthcare and education to them. Um, and the reason healthcare and education, I, I bring those two up strongly, is is when you look at, you know, China, which had an extremely fast growing economy um, you know, in the past, you know, 10, 20 years, um, you know, they're one of the countries that, only countries that have um, national health care and national education, which has allowed their economy to grow really quickly, where India, who's the second biggest population in the world, only has um, health care, and the USA only has national education. So um, you know, those are two things when you look at that, the three largest populations in the world and, and which one has the, the largest and the fastest growing economy. Um, you know, those are kind of some things that I guess l- leveraging technology as a as tax that could then um, tie in also for purpose businesses or things like that, of, of how that would function for um, some of these places that have been stuck um, in lower light or, or poverty for some time now.
0: Interesting. That's really, that's a really interesting way to think about it. Um, so do you really think like nationalism as a concept will, will die down more and be be uh, superseded by global citizenship, or do you think both will kind of exist together?
1: Yeah, so I mean, I think that there'll always be a national identity. People like to feel like, you know, I'm from here, I'm from this. People like to identify with something, but I definitely feel there's enough um, people that are thinking globally now that there will be a global citizenship that arises, um, that that gets more and more popular as we become more and more united um, and, and lessening that separation.
0: Mm, Okay, and what do you think are the factors contributing to that happening?
1: You know, I mean, I think the biggest factors is is really right now you're living in a world where technology is, is, you know, been just come out. I think there's a lot of things, you know, we're really already all global citizens when you look at a lot of things of Facebook, Gmail, Google. Yahoo. I mean, these are things that everyone's using. Everyone has accounts on Amazon. I mean, these are already really um, establishments. But I think what's really hindering it from happening right this moment is that there really is no international policy. I mean, there's no international government. There's the United Nations, the World Bank. But historically, when you look at some things that have happened, um, you know, it's kind of caused some more separation. I mean, even when you look at the word United Nations, you're uniting nations but nations already is something that's causing a separation because you're identifying a difference in between you and me
0: okay and so when you see like the rise of like more right-wing parties and and nationalism like what do you or populism like how do you how do you think that can be like balanced out with uh a rise in global citizenship
1: Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I guess even when I look at left-wing, white-ring, Republican, not, you know, I really just think that everyone or what I feel is, you know, everyone's going to have their own say and own thing. And back to what I said in the beginning is I really believe everyone has a a special gift and everyone can have a for-purpose business. And I believe that there's going to be enough stories in life because each of us have a story. I mean, Mine was cancer. Some would be prison. Um, you know, some may be abuse. There, there's so many things. But that, that story, that, that movement, that thing that touches each individual's heart is going to create, you know, something that, that can impact a larger scale of people on, on a global place. So I really don't believe that there's even going to be a separation of like liberal and not. It's just, you know, this is my story. This is what I'm doing to contribute. And, and here's what I'm doing. It's not going to be so much again about the separation of this is you, that's me, or this is that ideology. And that it's just kind of like we're all moving towards of love and we're all moving towards oneness
0: I see so when you work with businesses is that what you go back to like helping them find their story of what matters to them in that way
1: yeah. So I always say you want to work towards a vision, right? I mean, when you're having a, a vision or a mission, even I say a mission's a little bit I feel outdated because it's like we're going on this mission to conquer something. I mean, when you have a vision, it's 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 really about unity, and this is like a dream that we're going to. And and when you have that, you're you're allowing and you're creating space for people to say, you know, I really align to that. I really believe in that. Or you know, a for purpose business, let's say, is you know, instead of just giving a you know a multi billion dollar company, instead of just giving you know millions of dollars away to, um a one organization why not tie into all your sales teams and saying you know what every percentage of your sale you can give this to an organization that you care about deeply why not do this because then you're raising the impact of all the different segments of the world that Mm -hmm. are stories that are having instead of just saying this is the one thing we're donating all of our time and energy to but we have you know tens of thousands of employees which i think is great but i i even think that 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 kind of structure is a bit outdated. So, so what I really work on is, is removing that separation and and improving connectivity and passion and people feeling that they are co-creating with the vision you have. And, you know, one thing I talk about too, is, is hierarchies are even kind of gone, like, you know, having a CEO and having this, you know, you're, you're always having a vision that you're working towards and you know, at Colin Gallagher International, our, our vision is always more love and positivity, and moving towards oneness. So, you know, our company structures, we have a circle, and in the middle of the circle is a heart. And each of us are all working towards more love no matter what we're doing. So, so there's no, this is the way it goes. And, and I really believe that's the way of the future. And I really um, see that when you're talking about um, creating universal global citizenship, universal citizenship, um, and, and removing that separation of, of difference because having those is what's causing people to feel not good enough, not worthy enough, and, and feeling that maybe they're gift isn't a big enough contribution which just simply is not true
0: I see so it's all about empowering the individual yes okay got it got it and with the rise of online business do you think a lot more money is going to be moved to social causes like versus traditional business like are you seeing that as a factor
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, I think that almost every online business that I'm looking at, I mean, if you want to make money online, I mean, really, it's, it's very simple. I mean, you can go to amazon.com, you can get a link and you just post it on a YouTube video. Anyone that goes to Amazon after clicking on your link, you can get commission if they buy anything within 24 hours by simply clicking on your link. There are so many ways to make money online. And, and, and like I said in the very beginning with my story, you know, if money was really the answer, um, you know, we all would just say I would have stayed in corporate or, or I would have done this and we would all be super fulfilled or, or all the really rich people would be super fulfilled. But that's not it. It's the people that are living with purpose and truth and, and really saying that, you know, I'm going to put my hand up and I'm going to see what I can do to make a difference and what I really care about. And, and, and that's at the individual level. So kind of what you talked about, it starts with the individual saying this, but it starts with the companies or the CEOs or the, are the, are the visions that are in place, creating structures that allow the individual to say, you know what, I feel I could contribute my gifts, my purpose, my, this to, to this company or to this cause and, and feel really fulfilled and purposeful with my life instead of just doing something for money, which, which has not worked.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah, that's really, that's really cool. And, you know, there's more and more businesses being created every day, especially if you're looking at online businesses. So I think this is something that is definitely going to be a huge factor um, in 2018 and beyond, for sure. Mm
1: -hmm. Definitely.
0: Awesome. So um, the question that we ask all guests on the show as well is what else do you think is needed to close the funding gap? Uh, to achieve sustainable development.
1: I mean, I believe, as I said, the four-purpose the, the four business, you've got to stop with nonprofit. I think nonprofit is great. They're a cause. But to really close the funding gap, you need to start creating four-purpose businesses that you're in business to get a profit, to then use and leverage your business, your idea, to make a social impact instead of relying on fundraising and, and getting grants from from people. I, I, I really believe it's, 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 that's the way of the future is for purpose and for profit um, to close that gap.
0: Awesome. Well, that, those are all the questions I had for you today. So if people want to get in touch with you, where can they learn more about you?
1: Yeah, the best way I love interacting with audience and um, people and, and everything. So the best way to do it is I have Facebook, um, which is facebook.com one one one. Or my Instagram, which is Colleen underscore Gallagher underscore.
0: Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing all your ideas with us.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. and I'm super excited this was able to be shared and given to people.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the $7 trillion Ideas to Save the World podcast. If you know someone who would love listening to this content, make sure to send it over to them so they too can learn about it. it Together, let's change the world.